Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. I know everybody's super excited. I mean, last episode we were counting down the days, but we didn't even really talk about the scrimmages, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow we get basketball. Yeah, there wasn't no reason to talk about it until I found hey, out that we going to be able to watch it. I'm in, cele- I'm in celebration mode, man. On celebration mode. I like that shirt, Kenny. Appreciate that. For y'all that don't know, we record these at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So the fact this man got a cigar right now, it's funny. <laughs> I, would, I would torch it up, but I'm in a basement right now. You know what I mean? I ain't even cut it yet. This this from uh when I last saw you, Kenny. It's from my pops B-Day. I've been saving it, though. Well, yeah, man. On top of all of that, zero coronavirus cases. That I'm is really man. magnificent yeah. as far as players, which is it, we never we never thought this was gonna come. Not this early, at least. Mm-hmm. That's amazing news. I gotta be a, a sign of relief and pressure off the players' shoulders. Who you know, because not everybody is um, co- was comfortable. You know, people are going out there because they gotta get a bag. So, yeah. Um, I know those people that did have their concerns or whatever about the virus specifically can now sleep better at night. You know what I mean? Uh, that, so that's that's a thousand percent good news to hear. And, uh, you know, as all the doubt and all the people that had some shit to say whenever a person came out and had the coronavirus, that's just amazing news. We got Russell Westbrook is headed to the bubble. He should be there uh, any day now or any minute now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just that that was that was like that was like, man, like a, the, the best news that I never saw coming as far as this pertains. Yeah, better than anybody expected. Because last time we had, what, three players? And we were like, yes, just three, just three. So the fact that we got it down to zero, it's just proof that this bubble works and that the the NBA is just like the best league in the world, bro, with all the precautions. Uh, Because, again, there there were big-ass question marks attached to this. Can we keep the players? Can we keep 350 players on this premises without nobody breaking rules and getting in trouble so far mm-hmm. yeah because if you did not yep. know disney world got a lot of shit you could do people been been uh a lot of fishing going out on boats the game room looks amazing so they have got it where the players don't necessarily have to sit in their rooms for 24 hours a day mm-hmm. and it's it's been working out great man I, I cannot believe we get zero zero cases amongst players yep i like how yep. how they're taking care of it uh, zero cases is perfect. I wonder how long they can keep it up as well. And like the players that we know that had Corona, I mean, it seems like they've been, you know, quarantining it up. I know the Morris brother for the Lakers, he's supposed to be coming in soon and he's supposed to be getting ready for his quarantine. What's his name? Like, uh, it's Marcus, right? Markeith. Uh, yeah. Marquise. I gotta look at him in the Marcus place. in the other LA. At first, it Marcus used to be, bad, but they're on a different level now. Marcus is like Marcus. Yeah, Marcus is a lot better than Markeith now. That's how you can know the difference because Marcus yeah. is. Yeah, it's crazy that that changed like really at because Markeith was the better brother a few years he ago, was. and then he got uh, hurt. He had a real bad neck injury, and now he's mm-hmm. kind of and it's better, you know, type thing with different teams and whatnot. But um, yeah, I, I think they'll be able to keep it up, Mike. I, I, you, you said, you know, you hope they keep it up or whatnot. I think it's very, very – when you have zero, that means we can contain it. As soon as they find it, you isolate it. If Montrez, Harold, Zion come back and, you know, they have it when they try to reenter, God, prayers that they don't, we just isolate them. You know what I mean? Now if yeah. something happens, now we have to look at it as uh, staff, uh, coaching, and – camera and all that shit because we know the players don't have yeah, it right exactly, now exactly because so uh, if it does yeah. come back in we have to start looking at the surrounding things that was going right. on because i know dwight howard has been like he's been going live a lot and everything and i guess he he's kind of like he hasn't not been wearing his, his he's not been wearing his mask and everything and he said like part of his reason is he feels like nobody has it so it's like no really not a really a chance he could get it but in the he's article, gonna, he's gonna get in trouble for that, by the way. He is. He's yeah, already he's telling him. Once he's going live without, yeah. Once he's already going live, he's already snitching on him. So, and second of all, he mentioned <laughs> how like the workers are also just coming in daily, and uh, although they do get their tests, it's still that slim chance that you know he get gets it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you still got to take all the necessary precautions, even with the with the zero. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah just, you can't get too comfortable. That was my biggest fear that people would get too comfortable and start like not but, taking the full but precautions. But my thing is, why though? Why even get too comfortable? What What's wrong with taking the you know proper precaution? Like the the I just don't understand the people that are very anti-mask because it doesn't hinder you at all. You know what I'm saying? No. At at this point, whenever I go out, having my mask on is like second nature. 
that it's just, you don't even yeah. realize that it's there. It's just part of who who you are at this point. It's just like when you put on a pair of shoes, you don't feel your shoes. You know you got some on, but you don't really feel them. And that's just the way I feel with the mask. Before this happened, you always check to see if you had your phone, wallet, and keys. Now it's phone, wallet, keys, mask. Mm-hmm. I had yep. a couple occasions where I was moving too fast and forgot my mask. So as soon as I bought my car, my mask is in my... Uh, I have in, a Yup, is in the... Yep. I, I got extra masks in my car just in case. I got extra masks too, but I like my mask. My mask is like is made of shit for like comfort. I got the doctor's mask, but shout out to uh fucking uh Contreras sister's boyfriend he gave me a big ass bag of like medical masks. But I like mine. The medical mask is just I don't I don't know, they just whatever. But yeah. I leave it in the car because it's like like KB said, second nature. You don't want to leave it out. It I don't give a fuck like I don't care who ain't got theirs on. I'm wearing mine because I just don't see why wouldn't I have proper precaution? Why wouldn't I? I remember I went somewhere where like family was at and I was wearing it. It was like a small group. It was like my aunt, her husband, me and my mom. And I'm they're like, yo, you got your mask on? I mean, I'm, I, I don't think y'all have it, but why would I just take it off? Like, what is, like, I don't understand why. You know what I mean? How, like, I don't know. But the white needs to chill because he's tripping. He gonna mess yeah. up y'all championship odds if he get he get taken out too. Like, come on, man, quit playing. We can make it like that in general, man. We gotta we gotta follow the rules. Make sure we you know we keep a good example. Shout out to Jokic. We saw we ain't seen the scrimmages, but we've seen clips of practices from a lot of different. Teams. Hey, okay, yes, that was that was actually one of my topics because they have the one the second game of tomorrow. They're they're scrimmaging against the Washington Wizards, and from everything that we've seen, Jokic will be playing. And Bobo will be playing. I'm glad to see Bobo. We got to talk about the Bobo stuff. Everybody, shout out to Bobo. I saw him catch a body. The whole practice was everybody catching bodies. Jamal Murray, Bobo, Mason Plumley, Jokic. He didn't catch a body because they cleared out the way. The Nuggets out there just dunking on shit in practice. They looking real fun. <laughs> uh, the idea of Bobo playing small forward is very 2K-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That shit. But it's good. It's good. And, I, and there was another article that I seen about uh, Taco Fogg and his opportunity mm-hmm. by make by being on a full time Celtics roster. And that's that's a point. Like these guys who we we saw like zero percent of in the regular season are now at least getting roster spots. And then in these scrimmages, they may have a chance where they'll play a small forward. And if Ball Ball has a twenty five point game, hey, news flash. We got to start probably... looking at them differently, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they can get their two picks from the draft to be like the players that actually help them get over the hump, then that shit seems, sounds like, like amazing. They don't have you, to give up any of their pieces. Yeah, Michael, got, Porter, yeah. Michael Porter Jr. too as well. Yeah, think about those drafts. Yeah. Both of those players fell right into their hands. Mm-hmm. Who was the two people you were talking about? Bobo and who else? Michael Porter Jr. Oh, okay. I thought it was somebody. Yeah. Fell Bo- right into their hands, man. Bobo was their only pick from this past year? Yeah, because... Jared Vanderbilt was the year before, right? He was with he was a Michael Porter Jr.'s draft yeah. class. I think that, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure the Nuggets only had him in, in the second round. I think it was like the 44th, 48th right. pick or whatever the hell it was. Right, and everybody mm-hmm. just kept screaming, like, why is Bo Bo still up there? And it just happened to fall for the Nuggets. Oh, yeah, because he was up there a long time. He was, yeah. the only, he was the last one left in the green room, right? He was just sitting there with mm-hmm. his uh, – didn't he have, like, a spider on his jacket? Like on his suit jacket so, yeah. or something like that, yeah. Because remember, we seen him at the combine. If you remember, we were walking into one of the buildings. He was just, I, he, I think he was getting ready or something. But we had seen him. And he looks super, like super mm-hmm. tall and super slim. Oh uh, no, we ran into him when we were trying to get our credentials to go to the draft. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely yeah. remember that. Yeah, we ran into a lot of people. He was huge. That <laughs> whole hallway was just full of like prospects and agents and fucking reporters. That was weird. Yeah. In a hotel. Yeah. The middle, not even a hotel lobby, but just literally like a middle part of the hotel hallway. Mm-hmm. It's just a bull rush. I'm like, damn, that's Miles Powell. Damn, there's fucking Luke May. Damn, Bull Bull. Uh, what's the guy? Uh, yeah, it was random ass guys. I didn't even get drafted. What's the guy? Uh, Jalen LeCue is checking in, trying to get a hotel key. I'm like, what the fuck? This is madness right now. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Nuggets are going to be a, a fun team in these scrimmages. So the scrimmages are 10 minute quarters. Um, instead of the the normal twelve, so they're cutting it down just a little bit. And from everything we know, we will see some teams uh, treat it like a preseason type game, where like the starters only play a couple minutes, and then they let the bench players get some run. Uh, basically, just letting people get their feet wet. 
But one thing I want to talk about next was the Indiana Pacers because they got a lot of stuff going on in their organization right now. Of course, we found out like a couple weeks ago that Victor Depot was going to travel with the team, but he, had, but he had no intention of actually playing. But then we found out, or I guess they got a message from the NBA that was like, VO, if you don't play, even though you're with the team, that $3 million is left on your contract for this year, you do not get it. You're avoiding that. So he's like, wow. okay, I'm going to scrimmage. You know what? I might play. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's just making <laughs> yeah. sure that his bag is right. He need to get his money up. <laughs> no, I'm just make joking, sure, VO. Make sure his money right. <laughs> um, but also, you know, there's like some loop holes that they could potentially go through you know what i'm saying because he just has to play he doesn't have to play 30 minutes a game to get his three million um so if his intentions is still to get completely healthy he doesn't need to go out there and play 35 minutes a game like you would expect the normal victor lipo game to be yeah that'd be kind of weird though i mean what without with their eyes i feel like they're at their best still with him mm-hmm. so him just not giving him his 100 percent while him still going out they just i don't know but I mean, he he's got to get kinda, his bag. He's got to get his bag, though, yeah. if that's his main concern. But we also yeah, got... I think it's one of those things where he's a star, so like it's kind of hard. Teams got always got to adjust when they start coming in and out and in and out. He's not going to be playing them any minutes, so I feel like it's going to be kind of weird for the team. So speaking of the stars, though, we found out that Sabonis hurt his foot again. Um, he has plantar fasciitis. Fetsi- yeah. Yeah. Um, you remember when Joker Noah played with that in the playoff series? I don't remember. No. And he was like running all. He was limping the whole time. It was against the Nets. I'm pretty sure. Did we win? Is that the the Nate Robinson series? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't remember him having that. But ultimately, it's gonna it's gonna sideline a bonus for all of the scrimmages. And then what Coach Nate McMillan said is that we'll see how he is for the first game of the season. So. Uh, we already got VO, you know what I'm saying? Not completely healthy, but trying to play. And shout out to Mike's camera. Either we're going to keep it going. Um, and with Sabonis, yeah, like P said, I'm pretty sure he will play. But this is one of those, like, nagging injuries that could really, you know, slow time. down production. So Yeah, this is only one of those injuries where it's just strictly like time. Do y'all like the Pacers? They I like cool. the Pacers. I think they're just going to be one of those teams that just – they can make some noise, but they're not going to do anything extravagant. Like, they can push a team in the first round type of thing. That's pretty much what if I can see. If you were the now. Indiana Pacers, all, all three of y'all, what would Victor Oladipo need to do to convince you that he is worth the money that he's going to want? He'd have to. There's not go. much he could. He can't do anything right now. But, what? no, his contract is over after next season. So, he'll have a full season for next year. Um, what I'm thinking, though, is for uh, me to give him the max or if that's what he's trying to get, he's got to get back to all NBA level because the the games we've yeah. seen from him, oh, like the 13, I think it was like 13 or 18 games or so, and then even before that, like the previous season, he was good. But that first year, y'all remember that first year, he was like like amazing. Yeah. He was next level. And he just have hasn't really been that. And I wouldn't, I would be afraid to give a guy coming off a yeah. quad injury uh, a, a max contract. Look, right. that year now, I'm not saying it is for Pacer fans or Victor Depot fans who always want to jump a gun, but I'm saying what it looks to be as of now is a fluke. Not, I, I don't even want to say fluke, but it looks like he just had his best year and now he's, that was his peak year as of mm-hmm. now. So I, I agree. Uh, and that's why I'm, I'm very interested in see how this situation is going to play out because I don't think he's going to be able to showcase that in this little amount of time. Right, because um, I was gonna say to for my answer, P, for for him to get that amount of money, he has to, like KB said, he has to show he can be that like uh, all NBA guy. But he has to do that with the the you know the rising stars that we already have as well, which yeah. you know it could be tough for him because like you said, these last couple of years it hasn't been as good as that one season that he had just broke out. So how is he gonna break out with other players that are kind of you know taking on a little bit of his role? Yeah. And also, do you think it's going to be hard for him to try to hit that breakout when he's playing with Brogdon as a bonus, like dudes that actually are like playing? I don't think it takes off, but I think almost all star level. I don't see how it could. If, I don't see how it, like their games all could mesh. I don't like it. Ain't like Sabonis is uh, a guy that you just he's just taking all of these shots. Same with Brogdon, but like I think they can all coexist. I think for the Pacers, it won't like that is the ideal thing. If he can reach that level again. 
it, he would fit seamlessly perfect with that. I don't think you could you would be able to find a better fit if he can get back to that level. If he can get what we saw those couple years ago with a Brogdon and the way Sabonis is playing, you still got Miles Turner. Uh, you got T.J. Warren Lamb and just different. Justin Holiday has had a, a very underrated season. He'll probably leave because somebody's going to give him a 3 and D contract from a contender team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm almost sure. But, like, you have – that's a good-ass little team right there yes. if, if he gets to that yeah. level. I, and I the mean, way he played, he could play off ball. He was a, a first-team defender type guy. I don't know if he if he made first team that year, but uh, if no, he, we we know we know he's one of the be- one of the better defenders in the league. One of the better say, defenders, right? Um, and then he has his moments where he can play on the ball. Brogdon can play off. Exactly. First doesn't, team. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't. Gonna, right. It doesn't I mean, worst I mean, at his best, they're gonna get regardless if he's giving them 20, 28 a game or he's giving them 18, 18, 20 a game. They're adding an all NBA defender who can close out a game for them if they, if need be. Think about anything. yeah, just yep. think about the in the small amount of games he played this season. One of the games he closed out against the Bulls, his very first game came. Hey, back that shot, that shot was lucky though. They look, yeah, he didn't, his dad didn't even know that shot was going in. He was surprised his damn self. <laughs> and also, there's two sides to it. There's two sides to it. If he doesn't, all he got to do is take a little less, a little less money, and mm-hmm. he still, yeah. like Mike said, even at his 18 point version, you still have a guy who can occasionally close out a game. He still has that defense. He always has had a motor since we've seen him. He just won't be highly paid, but that's still a solid good team. So that's yeah. why I'm interested because he can either be like, man, I believe in myself. I'm a bet on myself and go somewhere else. Or he stay there. He accepts his, his, his discount or whatever you want to call it. And he doesn't get the max. And they still, to me, have a solid team. Cause I, I like Miles Turner. I like Sabonis. I like Brogdon. I like Victor Oladipo. Um, and even a little bench that they have with guys like Justin Holiday, TJ McConnell. I still like Gogo Badatse. I I know he's just a rookie, but I think there's some potential there. That I like I like Indiana. I like Indiana, and I like that little nu- nucleus. But I do know there will be options on the table for Vo. Oh, you know, sure, like a yeah. Dallas Mavericks. Some team is going to offer him a baggie. You know, next season. Let's say, let's say he, yeah, let's say he doesn't hit all NBA type things and he sticks to 18 points per game. There will be a team willing to give him a lot of money because they know where his ceiling could be. And like, like I don't know, one of y'all just said it that when you have him, you're getting an all defensive level type defender, regardless of what the offense is looking like. So yeah. I, I think Vo's, I think Vo after like Rudy Gobert is like a very curious case once he hits free agency because there are so many different possibilities for him. Luca Przingis and Vo trio is very nice. Very nice. No, very nice. Especially if he's it with Dwight Powell's and Maxi Kleber's, Seth Curry's, and all of that shit. I, I, I like that the way that that sounds a lot. If I'm not mistaken, though, before the season ended, Vo had like two or three pretty good games. Like no, right, he, he right started looking like Vo. Yeah. He started looking like yeah, Vo yeah, once yeah, the yeah, season yeah, ended, yeah, for sure. The li- yeah, yeah that's literal, why I was like, actually shocked when he said he wasn't going to play in a bubble. I was like, he was yeah, actually starting to actually come come together. 27-7-4 was his last game of the season. That's, that's I mean, and that ain't, and that ain't a typical last game because nobody knew the season was, that was like right. in the middle of the year. Right. Yeah. Either way, just very uh, interesting stuff in Indiana. Um did y'all see about Russell Westbrook teaming up with the NBA for his clothing brand to get the the social justice messages out? I think that's yeah. really dope. I did see that. Um, the designs are actually pretty decent. Like I would rock some of them designs too. I, I have some of his shit already. The honor, the uh, honor, zero regret stuff. Is that what it's yeah, called? Zero regrets. It's called the line is called uh, honor gift uh, something like that. Um, it's the shirt is fucking in their dry, dry machine. But yeah, the zero regrets. That, that, that shirt was very dope. I'm not an OKC fan, but the shirt was dope. So as soon as I saw this collab, I'm like, that shit going to be fire. Again, that that's why we, why I really love the NBA. Another reason is just because they are willing to, like, partner up with their players and, and get these messages out that uh, need to be uh, to be heard. I know y'all saw the Atlanta Hawks jerseys. They were teased about a week ago, but now we finally got pictures of John Collins, Trey Young, and them in them. That shit is so funny, bro. They just taking pictures and shit. <laughs> bro, Atlanta's <laughs> different, bro. Atlanta is different over there. They like I've been watching like people vlog, and some of them live in Atlanta. Them bo- they just out there, unmasked. They just don't give a damn. Are they this worse? Is so than, weird. That's to the me. South. Are that's they worse than Florida? No, I don't general. think nobody's worth in Florida right now. I think Florida's Yo, just like when the, time. When the coronavirus first happened, 
I literally remember watching a video surface. It was from the news, but it was surfacing on the social media. Motherfuckers was in Miami <laughs> yeah. on spring break saying, Oh, yeah. I'm not risking my spring break <laughs> over a, a virus. I'm like, what fucking spring break? <laughs> you risk your life for fucking spring break? For fucking. What is spring break? Some drinks? It's one the- spring break out of this whole life. He couldn't, he couldn't risk and, and guess what comes right after spring? <laughs> Summer. <laughs> that was crazy. That's when I knew Florida was way different. Because when, when the coronavirus first happened, everybody was shook. Everybody locking their doors, staying in the house. Like, they said no. So We on the beach with it. Yeah, yeah. wild. Um, Kimball Walker's knee is still a problem. Uh, if y'all remember after the all-star break he basically missed like a couple weeks and here we are four months later he still has having trouble with his knee um Mm -hmm. brad stevens has been kind of downplaying and saying he'll be fine but uh rumors has it he's gonna miss at least a few of the scrimmages to try to figure out what the hell is going on so with that being said does that change y'all idea i know i don't think any of us have like the boston celtics up on the next tier uh, but I think they could surprise the people right there. They're a yeah, deep they enough could. team. Yeah, they could definitely surprise that, some team. Yeah. That shit definitely sucks for Kemba Walker, though. You know, and I know those deep problems are definitely uh, an, an injury, especially when you get back on the court. Even if it feels fine a little bit, you could try to go a little bit, you know, 100% more than what you've been doing as you've been, like, rehabbing it, and you could just mess it right back up again. So that's always a little scary just personally. And then second of all, I mean, this is finally his time to get, you know, into the playoffs and make some noise, and then he might, you know, might not be able to play it a hundred percent or play at all. It, my, my question Luckily is like, how him. do we have like a four month period of nothingness mm-hmm. and his knee is still fucking with him? Like that, that's gotta be something. Yeah. He he right. didn't do anything for four weeks, but just chill. And it's still, it's still a problem. And if y'all don't remember, he's already had three to four knee injuries in his career already, or uh, surgeries, three to four knee surgeries in his career already. Mm-hmm. So and what were you saying, D-Mills? No, I was about to say, luckily for him, if it is something he could play through, luckily he doesn't have to be in that same Charlotte mode where he was gung-ho the only guy. He got to go 100% every possession. At least now he could play off the ball, get a ball to JT, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. He got a deeper team where now he can actually take a step back and he can just kind of be like a decoy and a role player where he doesn't have to be the fourth star all the time. I feel like, I feel like. Yeah, my thing is, what, what I'm concerned with is what Contreras just said. Uh, if we have four months of you not doing anything <clears throat> and it's still like this, what I don't want Kim Walker to do is what what I saw Blake Griffin do. And I'm a big I'm a Blake Griffin fan, so it, it kind of upset me. When Blake Griffin was playing in that series against the Bucks for whatever reason, and he mm-hmm. had fucking uh, something uh, was in his torn. He had torn something. So don't do that. If you, I understand what's going on, and in the four months we didn't know what was going to happen or what, and he maybe didn't want to get surgery. But yeah, if something is nagging you for four months in your knee, it sounds like you may need to have some type of surgery. And if that's the case, then get it, my brother, because it's not worth you trying to play. And then after the season, we hear, "Oh man, through the playoffs, I was playing with a torn meniscus." So now I'm about yeah. to get a no, 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 no. Get it now. Heal, recover. We'll see you next year. Because, yeah, the Celtics ain't – I mean, anybody can do anything in this this setup that we have right now. But, the I mean, the, the Celtics are still a long shot to just devour the East and then win a championship against whoever they would match up against in the West, as good as they are and as much potential that they do have. It just – I don't see them doing that. Even with, you know, with a healthy Kimball, I don't think nobody had them besides a Boston Celtics fan. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bill Simmons is like, ah. But – I just don't think it's worth it, and I hate when players do that, especially players that I really like. Because it, I'm like Blake. Come on, bro. You've had too many injuries to have played. He out there play a hell of a game on one leg, though. I will say that. Huh? He, on, he was out there on one leg playing, but it wasn't worth. It'll be in their best player too, which is ridiculous. It wasn't worth it though. I'm pretty sure they still oh, lost for like twenty plus in those games did. too. But so not worth it. He will not like that. Is not nothing. Nobody will be like when we talk about Blake Griffin ten years from now. Nobody will be like. Remember when he lost by 20 against the Bucks, but he thugged it out? Like, no. And then, yeah, this season, Blake Griffin is such a weird case, bro. My God. He went from last year, he was an all-star. He was an all-NBA player. All-NBA. 46%. And this season, he dropped to 35%. He dropped off 10 percentage points in, 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 like, 
I just yeah, this season was a, a hard one for him. It makes sense. He didn't give himself a chance to fucking get to get right and get together and recover. That shit is crucial. Taking the Pistons to the playoffs that year was already good enough to me. He could have just got his, his his injury. I mean, his and that's that's the and that's probably that probably came from the notion that Blake Griffin is never healthy in the playoffs. So he probably was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna play through it because I'm tired of that narrative." But man, sometimes hey, you just saw, gotta swallow your pride. We, but we saw those uh, – even this week, we saw people thinking about their own narrative, like NBA players, because LeBron came out in this interview, and uh, he was talking about the narrative about him playing in the Eastern Conference. So we know yeah. that these players think about the narrative attached to their careers, and it does matter to them. And, yeah, Blake does, does have that narrative, because even the year before – the last time he was in the playoffs – uh, he only played like two out of the four games, if I'm not mistaken, like the previous year. So like he always has had something that that really holds him back at the end of the year. What'd you say? That was against who? I don't know. Let me see. Because he got traded to the Pistons. I'm talking about uh, the, like the year before. Right? The year before that. Oh, the year before him and Chris Paul got hurt at different times, if I'm not mistaken, which used to piss me off. That shit there yeah. used to be the most fr- – I wanted them to win a championship so bad because the Clippers had sucked all my life. It was fun. I liked Blake Griffin. Didn't really like Chris Paul with the Clippers for whatever reason. He just irritated the hell out of me like a fucking <laughs> irritant. Wow, I just hated that, the way that he played Johnson with the game. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul was on the Hornets and was MVP-level type of guy, balled the fuck out, and got with the Clippers and just wanted to be a passer. He just wanted to be Rondo for whatever reason. Um, so that always frustrated me. But yeah, they had a time. I think they played against the Jazz, and uh, they both got hurt. And I'm like, bro, that's when Joe Ingles played with the Jazz, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) That's the last time we saw Joe Johnson at like Joe Johnson played very. He had 28. He had 28. Joe Johnson played really good with that Jazz team, man. Yeah. Shout out to to ISO Joe, man. He's still hooping to this day. Just he hooping. Yeah, he. I just saw a video resurface of him hooping. My pops was was watching that little tournament. I'm mad I missed it. I had no I idea. Know, what the hell is it? I just keep seeing like small yeah. highlights from it. I, I I have no idea what it is. Like tournament with a bunch of just like hoopers. You you might see a name who never played in the NBA, but you might know him from college. It has those type of guys. Got some Joe Johnsons in there. Just a bunch of different people. I think they're doing like another one. I just saw on Beach Report. Um, Mike Bibby's. It was a picture of Mike Bibby, so I'm guessing he's going to be in it. Okay, uh, just shit like that. Let's roll in. Uh, yes, last episode we talked about like our MVPs, unofficially MVPs and all the awards. And one thing we didn't dive deeper in. What'd you say? So what you about to bring up the first teams? Yeah, we talking about all NBA teams and, and rookie teams and defensive mm-hmm. teams. Again, unofficially, I feel like we're after the playoffs. We should have like a whole through the wire award show award, yeah. where we give regular season awards and playoff awards because yeah, I, I think those interesting. Are we, we gotta dress, dress up? up. That ain't, that ain't no okay. problem. I thought on the, no on the clip. Put on, on a nice suit. <laughs> I probably nice just wear my suit top and have shorts on, like Charles Barkley. Hundred percent, one hundred percent. But I think this this year all NBA teams is going to be interesting because there are a couple different combinations you can have and have legitimate arguments for. So, so we throw them together right now. Yeah, just let's disclaimer, just talk it through. Disclaimer: Fans, viewers, people watching. I have not had no. Th- I don't know about y'all. I have zero. Th- I didn't know we was doing this, so my shit is really gonna be a freestyle. My yeah. Mind, so all we didn't go. Days. We didn't go deep into it. Like I said, when we do our official show, I'm sure we'll break down some numbers, some all of that. But this is yeah. just, just kind of just talking things through and trying to give people some love where they, they you know, deserve to get love. All NBA. I made first a few lists. You, oh, you already got. Okay, talk about your all NBA first team for me. Um, my All NBA first team was Luca, uh, Harden. I got Kawhi. I got LeBron, and then I got Giannis. I think those are the top. Those have been the top I, players. I, in the league I don't year. think you can do that. Luca and LeBron. No, I mean you need a center. It's not three forwards on All NBA teams. It's two forwards in the center. So you got yeah. you got to make some changes to that, big fella. I'm sorry. Go ahead, D-Mills. Luca, Harden, Kawhi, LeBron, and Giannis. Yeah, you need a center. So, like the the All NBA teams um, 
are different than like the defensive teams and the rookie teams, right? Those two teams, you could basically just have forwards and guards, but all NBA does have the section that is center related and it has to be a center. The, uh, some voters like Zach Lowe has been trying to get rid of that. He wants centers to be classified as forwards and vice versa because it opens the game up more for, oh, for because, you know, like, let's be honest with each other. Like all NBA third team center it's not going to be nobody that's spectacular. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be good. It's going to be a great center, but it ain't going to be – it could the be another – no, It's because we we, ha- we got to keep – there's going to be a time where the center is going to come back. Mm-hmm. And then when he comes back, then what? We, we're we going to classify his, him on the board? Right. We he can't do that. Spot. We got to keep it in. We have – like, let's keep the center. It's oh, there should There should never be a time where we can't get three centers. Three. When you talk about Cat, Jokic, and Embiid, that that that's boom, perfect. Mm-hmm. Long as long as we not getting a motherfucker who we know damn well shouldn't be in there, mm-hmm. then let's keep it. As long as we have right. Jokic and B, Cat, who else could we put in? I, there? Mean, I guess this this was a more Joel. problem. You forgot Joel. No, he said Embiid. He said Embiid. Oh, you did. Oh, my bad. I, I, I had this... I wrote down a. I had wrote no. Go ahead first, and I'll. This say has my... been uh, more of a thing for the early two thousands, right? Early two thousands had a, like centers that were not very good, and that's how we got like um, a bogey had a good season, but he wasn't all NBA third team type player, you know. But nowadays, yeah, P, you're right. There's so many good centers. Like I can name five centers right now that could be battling for these three spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was more towards like the early two thousands where the center position was kind of dead, and now the center position isn't anymore. They should just have three positions. It should be guard, wing, forward, and center, forward or whatever, and then the center. Right. Because there's no honestly at this point, right? Yeah, same that's basically thing with what guard. it is, right? Yeah. That, that is what it is. No, I'm just saying, like in general, like just oh, you're not yeah. a like, ain't guard, no power forward. You're literally a full, you're a guard or forward. Oh, okay, I, I grew up. I'm yeah. always gonna say point guard, shooting guard, small forward, yeah. power forward, center. I'm always gonna do that. But so many people getting technical and do just yeah, your wing, whatever. But positions, I mean, positions are as as much as we try to say position as basketball. Positions are intact more than ever, whether people want to accept it or not. There's so many guys like Anthony Davis. His position as basketball. Don't tell him that because he don't want to play center. He wants mm-hmm. to play power forward. <laughs> right. There's a lot of guys who want to play shooting guard and not point guard, or vice versa. Like because of this and that, or the workload. So positions, as much as we try to throw out position as basketball. It still matters, even though I get the concept of these. Uh, some a lot of guys are interchangeable because you're only going to listen to the top one percent of who don't want to play. The 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 twenty fifth to fifty best players in the NBA, they, they can't tell you a position they they, they don't want to play. If Anthony Davis just plays center, he'd be on my All NBA first team, bro. Mm-hmm. But because he want to play a forward, he's behind Giannis and LeBron. But we're, and I'm don't mad hit- at him because I, I I've been a person who has to play positions that they don't like that you don't like, and this shit is is terrible. I don't give a fuck how good of a job you do. It's just like I remember in, in Hensdale South, I played a, a game in the summer because Brock had to go to a college visit, and I had to play center, and I did well. And it was a guy who was one of the top centers in the uh, the the state at the time. I didn't know, but he was very physical, and he was very big. And I don't give a fuck how good of a job I did that game. I didn't want to do it again because it shit is just like it wasn't fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I know that's what Anthony Davis. He's like, I don't want to do that shit. I don't give a fuck Steven how good Adams I do. all the time. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. even Paul George. Paul George didn't want to play the four in Indiana. That's why he had to chuck the deuce eventually. I mean, it was a lot of other things, but I know that was a big thing that was going on there. Uh, I mean, I no, my list like. Like y'all was basically just off the top of my head. Um, I had ADS center, regardless of I mean he wants to play power forward. Say fuck what AD want to do. He's a boy. He plays center as well anyway. But I had Luca, LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, and AD as my first team. So James Harden wasn't on my first like team meals. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Who's who are your guards? Luca, LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, and AD. So you made LeBron a guard as well, which yeah. is interesting because I, I don't know how the NBA ballot is going to be because, yes, we do know LeBron played a lot of point guard this season, but he's notoriously right. yeah. been a forward, so I don't know how they're going to do it this year. So right. I can't I mean, say you're wrong. I don't – I don't. yeah, I don't have no positions in my thing, but my five would have to be Damian Lillard, Luca, LeBron James, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis. 
Yeah, that's, that's then the, give that's me the, uh, Jokic. Mm-hmm. So Kawhi, yeah. I'm sorry you don't make it. James Harden, I'm sorry you don't make it. Anthony Davis, they don't make it. But that's why this shit is so fun. Because yeah, so, somebody's yeah. not going to make it. My list is Luka, Harden, LeBron, Giannis, and Jokic. Um, pretty pretty yeah, straightforward. No Kawhi first on team. yours. No Damian Lillard. Nah, those are second team players for me. Those are more second team players. Uh, but first team, you will see you will see players like Dame getting a lot of votes because he did backpack that team to the point where they're at right now. Literally. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Kawhi will get votes because he's Kawhi Leonard. In the games he played, he was amazing. So he will get votes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the first team center is going to be interesting because Joel still has a good case too. I have Jokic, but Joel still has a great case to be first team. And again, we don't know if Anthony because Anthony Davis does close out games at center a lot of times, so he does have times at center. It's just all about yeah. what the NBA decides. Like, hey, we're saying he's a guard this season, like LeBron, or we're saying he's a center this season for Anthony Davis. Uh, it's just it's really up to the NBA's ballot. Uh, my second team was Dame, Chris Paul, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, and B. Those are my second team guys. See, mine's uh, a little different just because yeah. uh, I had Kawhi and Harden in my first team. So I got Chris Paul, Dame. I had Chris Middleton, AD, and Jokic. I, I, hey, I can't say nothing wrong. Chris Middleton uh, had a fucking amazing year. He did. I had James Harden. Oh, for this, my second team. I had James Harden because LeBron was my, my guard in my first. Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and Jokic. You know, I, I Jimmy Butler like is such Mike. an interesting. I player. like that. Say that again, yeah. Mike. Uh, James Harden, Damian Lillard. Then at the wings, we had Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler. Then we had Jokic at that center spot. I kind of like that. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler didn't even make my third team. Oh, damn. Yeah, I would have. I would take Jimmy Butler over Middleton. But I got. Second, I got oh. both of them on my third team. Second team for me. Shit, this is all. This, I hate doing shit off the top of the brain because I have so many people I like that I want. That's what's hard. You be like, man, am I kind of disrespecting dude? I know he, my, he, he is my center like, is going to be NB. Like Guards. Chris Paul Harden. I don't think I had either one of my first. No, I didn't. Kawhi Leonard. And then it has to be Anthony Davis. So yeah, Chris Paul, Harden, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, and B. So right, third team, like KB said, it will. Yeah, Jimmy. Sorry. You know it, it happens. You know Jimmy Butler ain't had a great statistical season. Honestly, yeah. it's just more about him being a leader of that team more than anything. I mean, you yeah. could look at the statistics and probably put Siakam over him. I I wouldn't. I'm not gonna do it, but you could. Um. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I get to my third team. It was uh, Ben Simmons. Russell Westbrook. Hey, I thought you were gonna say another fucking name. Who? Yeah, we'll we'll see if one of them said. Okay, uh, so Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, Chris Middleton, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. That that is my third. Team. Wait, say say those wings one more time. I heard the guards. Uh, Middleton's uh, Butler Adebayo. Okay, right. My third team was Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, um, Ingram, Middleton, and Bam Adebayo. Everybody giving them youngsters that love Ingram. Yeah, them youngsters, they was all stylists. You know that. It all all right, so my up. third team. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to ask, what's, why'd you put Ingram, like, what's your argument for Ingram over Pascal? Ingram, to me, he seemed like he was just a little bit more consistent. I think it felt like Pascal just kind of slowed down down the stretch. But that could have been also because he just started off way, like, he started off averaging like 30-something. That could have been a reason, but I gave Ingram the nod just because he seemed. Don't say the same about Ingram. When Zion came yeah. around, yeah. he, he slowed down. When Zion came back, that is true. I I gave it to Ingram for the. I'm nod. just interested. You know, it don't matter yeah. at the end of the day. I'm just asking. All right, my third team was Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, JT, Bi, and Joel. Nice. I couldn't not put Bradley Beal because having a thirty, averaging thirty plus. Got the assist. His team may be bad, but that ain't his fault. I can't put that on him. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I had him slash Russell Westbrook. It was like a very last decision putting who over what. I understand the Bradley Beal pick. It's, it's similar to Dame Lillard, but it's Eastern Conference version. Give me yeah. definitely Ben Simmons. I thought some somebody's going to have a Kyle Lowry pick in there. Give me Ben Simmons, <laughs> though. Bradley Beal. 
my center is going to be Carl Anthony Towns. That could be wild as hell because I haven't, but I I know I liked what Car- what the cat did, uh, and I don't I don't know any other center. I mean Bam sure, but I I give me cat uh cat, um, and this is where it's tough. This is where it's tough because Pascal Siakam had a very very good year. He did he had a very good year, but so yeah. did Jim Ingram. But I I kind of like Pascal. Uh, I like Jimmy Butler, and I think Chris Middleton has had a very good year. So this is where shit gets tricky. So I said Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, give me a. No, oh, you cutting out. Well, who'd you say? Chris, uh, Chris Middleton. Okay. And um, give me Pascal Siakam. The Raptors got to have somebody. We yeah, can't go. I, I, I thought that too. Um, that's why it was hard between him and Jimmy Butler for me. They they they've been too fucking good for not to have anybody. Uh, I also thought yeah. about Cal Lari for a guard. I ain't going I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. He's been mm-hmm. he's been pretty good this season, but I, I picked. Oh, no, he should be a thought. I just thought somebody's gonna have him over Ben. I yeah. thought. I ain't hear uh, no 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 Trey Young for a no. guard spot. Now nah, you're too early. And they don't yeah. hurt me because he'll get there. It don't yeah, hurt it's too early. Yeah. So, it's gonna be tough for those guards in the next upcoming years. It's a lot. Which of good yeah, the guard spot is loaded. I if mean, Trey Young puts up the same numbers, but they are a playoff team, he's an All NBA player. Easy, yeah. easy money. But yeah, Steph is gonna come back. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think of, I mean, the media guards is Luca, James Harden, and it's gonna be Steph Curry once he come back. Those are like just locks. I know. And Dame, don't Dame too. Those Dame, are four Dame guard locks. Pretty Russell much. Westbrook usually finds himself. Up Devin Booker too. only getting better. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. But hey, it's it's so many it's so much more than fifteen great NBA players in the league that somebody got to get left off. It's just the way it is. It's always the way it is. Defensive teams uh, were super fun for me. I'll just quickly go through the guys I came up with: uh, Drew Holiday, Ben Simmons, Giannis, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid is my first team. Uh, I still have ADS, and I had Ben Simmons, Marcus Smart, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis, and Anthony Davis as my first team. See, I got that same team, Mike, almost, except I got Rudy Gobert at the five. I got Rudy. Yeah, made my, Rudy, man. yeah made my second team. Give me uh, Ben Simmons, Marcus Smart, Kawhi Leonard. Um, Anthony Davis and Gobert, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Second team. Okay. I'm going to show some love to my boy. Okay. Go ahead. Marcus Smart. Chris Dunn, PJ Tucker, Kawhi, and Rudy Gobert. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, um, my second. Okay, shit. Frank Nilakina, Mitchell Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second team I had uh, Eric Bledsoe, Patrick Beverly is my guards, pa- Pascal and Bam at the bio for the forwards, and Gobert is the, uh, the center for the second team, all defense. All right, my second team, I broke it down. It's Drew Holiday, Pat Beth, Pascal, AD, and Joel Embiid. AD and Joel Embiid. Damn, Brooke Lopez I, deserves some love, even though he yeah, can't be on my Brooke list. Drew Holiday. Yeah. Drew Holiday deserves it over Pat Beth. That's my bad. Definitely deserves it over Pat Beth. Uh, Drew Holiday. Um, my fucking mind is going blank, man. It's hard. Like you don't really think about. I mean, defense is something you obviously pay attention yeah. to, but just like the wing, who's like the best defenders out of the whole year is kind of tough. Wings are cra- uh, the wings are crazy. Uh, but give me uh, give me uh, just a thought. Hey, put Paul George in there, man. Give me Paul George uh, <laughs> and Jimmy Butler. We we ducks. Hey man, I I really like uh. Uh, P.J. Tucker on my list, man. He's like, if something happens to P.J. Tucker, the Rockets' defense is not existent, bro. He does everything for them on the defensive side of the ball. So yeah. I, I, I had to give him just a little nod, just a little bit, just a little. You need a role player of the year award, man. Seriously, Who would you give it true. to? It would be huh? P.J. You would give it to P.J. A guy like the conversation, Brooke Lopez, like those guys who, yeah, they're probably they could get skimped from a defensive team. You know, there's another, dude, uh, another dude that can make his way into this all-defensive uh, talk. Robert Covington can also, I think, could definitely work his way into the conversation. Especially after he ended up in Houston. His defense mm-hmm. was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we are, we are always have those, have those players, man. Those, they, get, they get down to the 
on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, rookie teams, I thought was pretty straightforward. I feel like there's like 12 rookies that you could potentially have in these 10 spots. Yeah. Um, John, so John Kendrick not for the guards for me. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Hero, Zion. <laughs> I put Brandon Clark as center. Okay, yeah, th- yeah, there's no center here. They've been getting y'all Mike been known for doing that the last 15 episodes. For what? A motherfucker just be going into their shit and you just, he was literally, yeah, because every everything he just went first. You, uh, yeah, my guy, John, kids are going uh. <laughs> uh, My team is similar. I got Ja, Kendrick Nunn, Zion. I got Eric Pascal. Uh, Tyler Hero was on my second team. And then Brandon Clark is my uh, third forward. Yeah, I think I, we had the same list, baby. Okay. Yeah, Kendrick, um, Brandon Clark. Oh, I love that guy. Um, amazing. Zion Williamson. And then give me um, – I, I know you want to do it. Give me uh, Rui Hachimura. Okay, yeah. Who is, Rui, I want to say RJ? Yeah, I thought you were going to put RJ on the first yeah. team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rui and Eric Pascal, they were fighting for me on that uh that first scene, but I ended up winning with Eric. I think he's just a little bit more consistent. And then Rui also missed that time because he got kicked in the nuts. So uh I-, I went with Eric, put Eric over him. But my second team does have Kobe White, Tyler Hero, RJ, Rui, and PJ Washington. Mm. P- PJ was nice this season. He was nice. He very, was. I literally had the same thing. Yeah. With- I mean, there's not really many options to really even like be different, to yeah. be honest. Uh Team Redis will get mad somehow. So one of them guys gotta go. Who? Who we get he going over RJ? I wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that type of fan where my guys. But no, have... I, I honestly think that RJ had a, a, a not, he didn't have a bad season. I think that he had a better season than Cam. But I'm just I'm not gonna say because it's my guy, they can't go. So I just said somebody gotta get off, whether it's I mean, Tyler Hero missed a lot of time. I love Tyler Hero, but he missed a lot of time. Uh, Kobe White could go. Okay, I like Cam Reddish a lot. I like what he did, um, especially in the second half. I, I love when rookies bounce back. When you start off as cold as he did, just like Trey Young, to me it's impressive when you bounce back because it's easy to just let it go. But they have to sit down, figure out the game at an early age, figure out what's – and then get to their things. Trey Young, the shot wasn't falling. Oh, I'm a great fucking passer. That's the other thing about me. So let me do that to open up. They figured out. Cam Reddish, I can't make a fucking bucket for shit. But oh, yeah, I also have these defensive qualities. So let me put my focus into that. And then once my shots start falling, it opens up the rest of the game for me. And I love when young players figure that out because a lot of times they get so stuck on, oh, I'm not scoring. So what the fuck did I do? But it's a maturity to go and say, mm, shot not falling, I'm keying in, putting all my energy onto defense. Shot not falling, I'm a playmaker now. Bigs. Um, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not doing this, so let me rebound extremely well or, or do something. I just think it's impressive when rookies find ways to get over those those hurdles. Even Jason. Yeah, I think a good part of that. Rookie year, he came out. He was a fucking sharpshooter from three. Yeah, and then he, he was. Wall. Yeah, I think a big part of that is also coaching, like being able to sit down with your players and tell them, like, hey, I know you're struggling here, but we still believe in you. Just do this, and everything else will come together, and you're going to be able to make it happen. And I feel like giving your players that confidence at a young age really helps them take that next step. Yeah, that's why uh, why, uh, Byron Scott shouldn't come back to coach. Because he coached the and he benched D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell, Russell but that man is supposed to be our, our, our rookie coming in. He's just going to bench him. Like, he – it wasn't even like that much expectation. It's not like we was trying to make it to the damn finals that year. Because what? They made mistakes as rookies? Are you serious, yeah. Byron? Scott? Get the fuck over there. Hmm. A rookie point guard at that. I don't even remember that. <laughs> That's something I don't even remember. Yeah, so Julius he... Randle and D'Angelo Russell got benched. I want to I wanna look at that because that's kind of funny. Y'all said it's rookie season. He's like... Yeah, and it was technically uh, Julius Randle rookie season too because he had broke his foot the year before. And he took both of their asses and put them to the bench. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, and, and uh, there's a period of time right here. It's about 32 games. D'Angelo Russell only started 10 of them. 
And it's, I mean, based on statistics, again, I don't remember him actually playing. Statistically, he wasn't looking terrible out there. You know, he was still having 14 point per game months, 15 point per game months. And mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting stuff. I, 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 I do like what you said, though, P. I like looking at, like, these younger players, their stats by month. So, like, you see the first month, maybe they ain't shit. Second month, they ain't shit. But, our, I mean, uh, Cam does have a, a very good case for, like, the last m- month or so. He averaged, like, 15 points per game. You know, he's getting some rebounds. Like you said, he, he stepped it up as a defender. Um, I feel like a lot of rookies did that. I'm looking at all the – y'all know Kobe. He averaged, like, 26 in the last seven or so games. Um same thing with who's the other guy we were talking about cont- contemplating? Jeez, oh, Tyler Hero. might come back a beast on defense. Oh, yeah. He booked up. Who, Kobe? Yeah. Hey, if his instinct's right, he's he going to be decent, man. He's going to be so decent. He got some size to him. Yeah. He got that body on him now. Hey, man. We just got to get that boy out there, uh, that coaching chair, and we we solid. I, I don't know if y'all saw it. I, maybe it was just a Bulls Twitter thing. Um, Daniel Gafford was screaming on it. Twitch. You saw that video? Daniel yeah. Gaffer was screaming on Twitch and somebody in the chat was like, what do you feel about uh, Jim Boylan? And he was like, I'm not going to address it. Well, actually, I will address it. <laughs> he said he's cool, <laughs> but he can, he's got a, he can be a lot better as a person and a lot better as a coach, and I'm going to leave it at that. And he's like, yeah, shout out yeah. to Daniel Gaffer just keeping it a buck on yeah, his that's screen, like bro. A, that's a second-round pick, too. That ain't no like franchise cornerstone guy telling that. Yeah. If you remember... A lot of, of- not by game, but energy and what they could do. I, when the Bulls get good, I would not be surprised if Daniel Gafford was a very Todd Gibson esque. Yes, player. that's his. I think that's his yeah, future role for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a period of time in the game against the Mavericks, Daniel Gafford sprained his ankle and he was on the floor in pain. Call timeout. Yeah. And Jim Boylan did not call timeout for him yeah, on the floor in pain. Yeah. So I can understand him. Rick Carlisle was like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, this, this is it's your a coach. That just zooms in on Rick Carlisle. It's like, get a fucking guy hurt. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, either way, that's another great addition to Through the White Podcast. Next time we come to talk oh, to each wait, other. Oh, something. We'll, we'll hold it. We'll hold it. Um, next time we come to talk to each other, we'll actually be talking about games. There will be just scrimmages, but it's real games to talk about which is amazing. And that's it. We'll see y'all Saturday. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Peace.